0: Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Lost on Lost. I am Adam Busher, joined as always by the stalwart J.P. Russell. Hello. Today we are talking about... And Found, the fifth episode of season two and the 30th episode overall. Our centric characters are Jin Soo Kwan and Sun Kwan. And Found takes place on the 47th day after the crash of Oceanic 815. J.P. Adam. You got a recap for us? I do. Hit it.
0: On the island, Jin and Mr. Echo go on a journey to find Michael, even though they should just let the fucking jungle eat his ass, while Sun fails the Bechdel test and spends all of her time expressing the emotional turmoil of Jin being gone we get a glimpse of how Sun and Jin first met. Sun used to date the world's most boring man, who moonlights as the world's biggest shithead. And that's saying a lot because we've met Sawyer. Will the others find our heroes? Will Michael find his kid, whose name I've already forgotten? Will Sun find her ring by midnight? If she doesn't, she's considered single, fellas. And will Goodwin survive? Find out on this episode of Lost on Lost. <laughs> This week, uh, we have a guest, much like other weeks. <laughs> like um,
1: every week so
2: far.
0: <laughs> this week, we have a very special guest. Uh, please welcome to the show, Kim.
2: Hi.
1: <laughs> welcome to the show kim yeah i'm so glad to have you
2: i'm glad to be here i'm sorry i'm still laughing at that recap
0: <laughs> uh kim do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself a little bit of background kim as many of our guests on this show are uh, alumni from uh, uw oshkosh kim you were a uh, an actor
2: yes i have a bachelor of science in theater arts <laughs>
0: and how's that working out for you now It's
2: very well yes and now i use it as a firefighter so all of me <laughs> makes a lot of sense
0: so when when someone's like bleeding out you can act like they're gonna be okay
2: yeah <laughs> okay. absolutely
0: good you would do great on I the can island act
2: like i'm not panicking and sweating yeah
0: <laughs> are, are you a fan of lost did you watch lost in its original run
2: i did i did part of it so i feel like i got caught up somewhere during the writer's strike question mark and then finished out the season live is that accurate? Adam, you would know.
1: That sounds about right. You probably watched the DVDs through the first three, two or three seasons, and then, yeah, started watching live sometime around season four.
2: Yeah, that's probably about right.
1: So beyond Lost, what other kind of TV do you like to watch? Lost has been out the air now for uh, the better part of a decade. So what have you done to fill the uh, media consumption? To fill since?
2: 10 years of, <laughs> of show watching? Yeah. That's a lot of time. More, more recently, I guess, okay, so Game of Thrones, but that happened kind of a while ago. Although I feel very similarly- watching game of thrones as i did watching lost which i didn't realize until <laughs> i watched the episode today um and all of the emotions came flooding back
1: <laughs> so some some of our guests have re-watched lost in the interim between it going God, off the yeah. air and now you you haven't you haven't seen anything since uh, no, since it went off the air
2: no i would not do that to myself it was painful enough the first time <laughs> I don't mean that in like a bad way necessarily, but I'm not gonna rewatch Game of Thrones either. It was just, it's like too well, you're too got, invested. That's take. too much Your for me.
1: is better than Game of Thrones, so. <laughs>
2: I mean I don't sure it could be I don't know <laughs> it's all taste do you know what do you know what show I like yes yeah, that's, that's what yeah. better than both of them Shits Creek man that's my jam there
0: you go okay yeah. I keep hearing a lot of good things I had
2: to embarrassingly admit to Adam that there's a show on Netflix that is very clearly geared toward 14 year old girls I'm 32 by the way <laughs> and I love this show I could not stop watching it I go to bed at like 8 30 because I'm an old lady and I stayed up till 11 30 watching this show it's called Julie and the Phantoms and it's a about a girl in high school who starts a band with a bunch of dead guys. So, it's pretty good.
0: Okay, well, thanks for joining us, Kim. Uh, we're gonna let you go, and we're gonna finish up with the rest of this episode by ourselves.
2: Umbrella Academy. Do you feel better about that one? I like that one, too. Umbrella okay. Academy is very entertaining. I feel like I've redeemed myself a little bit.
1: And everybody likes... I mean, we're doing a show about arguably one of the dumbest shows to ever be on television, so like... <laughs>
2: Oh, and I'm I waiting for the Mandalorian. Yet. I'm waiting for the Mandalorian. Although by this time this airs, it's already been out. We'll probably have season three.
1: Yeah. So cool. So that's that's our guest, and she's going to be joining us to to chat about. And found. Uh, and found originally aired on October nineteenth, two thousand and five. <laughs> Yikes. It was written by Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof and directed by Stephen Williams. Carlton Cuse, you may know the name from The Adventure of Briscoe County, Jr. Uh, he was the co-creator of that. Damon Lindelof, you may recognize from his work as a story editor on Nash Bridges. And uh, Stephen Williams, yeah. uh, you may recognize his name. He directed four episodes of Psy Factor, Chronicles of the Paranormal back in 1998 and 1999. So a couple of heavy hitters here behind the uh, camera for this episode. Uh these three guys are three of the guys behind the stick on lost like they were on the show beginning to end basically so this is another instance of that showing this is not the first time that we've had this trio together for an episode i think just a few uh episodes ago we did an episode with carlton damon and steven oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah the Said episode where we had josh on for our yeah.
0: guest yep so well and here we go with another banger episode with some really good character stuff going on where i'm like Yeah, I want to watch some more of this. Let's go. Come on. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, this was it it opens up with this gorgeous shot on the beach. uh, of Except uh, for Claire.
2: That's funny you say that because that was my first thought. I was like, oh, Claire.
1: (laughs) No, we hate Claire on the show,
0: Ken. (laughs) We hate Claire on the show.
2: What's this wee shit?
1: This opening shot of Son and Claire on the beach and the sun is up in the blue sky. And I was just like, one of the last movies I saw in the theater back in the before times was Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And I was like, this is the opening to a French art women loving women film. uh, And I'm ready to watch it. Like, I didn't remember what this episode, the rest of it was. But I was like, if this is an episode that I forgot about where Son and Claire just go off on like a little romantic rendezvous and learn about each other. I'm ready for it. I'm here. I'm ready. (laughs) The music, it was gorgeous.
2: And I will say, I think... Sun is probably the most attractive female on the show
1: yeah our uh constant male gaze on son has been validated jp because we have a woman saying that son is attractive well, and, okay but
0: She's also I, I think that they're they're just without a doubt the most attractive couple on the island because oh, well yeah, yeah. Hot, hot gin I mean, let me tell you hot gin. uh easy on the eyes
1: and and like right. you mentioned in your recap the wedding ring is gone that's the big jumping off point is yeah. uh Sun's son's wedding ring is missing and, and uh i mean that's uh that's a bummer like i've never been married i mean that's
2: a lot of sand but to i dig feel through. like
1: if i lost my wedding ring i'd be bummed out <laughs> here's the thing we don't know what we still don't know a ton about sun and Jin's relationship granted this is a season two episode hypothetically we should but we don't it's <laughs> almost like watching this show out of order is a dumb idea <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know a ton about their history we don't know we're, we're still learning a lot about sun and Jin, but it's clear to uh, at least from the beginning of the episode that she's very distraught about this so the bond must be strong
0: um i i was going to ask just so that we're, we're all on sort of the same playing field here uh have either of you lost a, uh, a piece of jewelry that meant something to you or like a, uh, some sort of totem that, that meant a lot that, uh, that you lost?
1: Uh, the closest I think that I would ever have gone is I, when, I was a, when I was a little guy, I had a little miniature teddy bear that I took everywhere when I was, I don't know, maybe six or seven or something like that. And like a little bit everywhere. I'd, I'd play with it in the house, outside, wherever I'd take it out and, and one day it was gone and like I was distraught. Yeah, you were seventeen, and your dad said enough is enough, and he threw it out. what? Uh, yeah, that maybe too. That's, but yeah, the, the, the oh, point, the answer, to answer your question, yes, <laughs> I did. Okay. There, there was something I lost. Kim.
2: Um. Yeah. Actually, so I was on set. I was doing background work because I was hungry. Um. <laughs> that's how it works in LA. And it was there was a wedding scene and I was a wedding guest and I had on my grandma's, um, my grandmother had just recently passed away and I wasn't able to go to the funeral. And so I had on one of her rings that my mom gave me, it was an opal ring and opal is very soft, um, for those of you who don't know and we were chatting i was chatting with the rest of the background people on break and i looked down and i noticed the opal was missing from the ring Oh shit! Oh. and i was like no that's gonna be impossible to find it's not even the whole ring it's just the opal but one of the background actors he was a total jackass but to his credit he helped me out so he he it was a redeeming moment we actually found the opal
0: what?
2: Yeah, so I still I still have it. They're not together in the ring anymore. I haven't gotten it fixed, but it was like on the floor near the chair that I was sitting in at the wedding. That's as
0: improbable as finding a ring in sand. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I lost a a stainless steel a stainless steel thumb ring while swimming it was from hot topic uh (laughs) if that's going to tell you anything about what i was like in high school and it was one where the outside spun i'm still not hung up on it not at all the original fidget spinner
2: (laughs) the the og fidget spinner (laughs) why was it so important to you
1: because JP when is you, f- uh, fresh as hell, and how is he supposed yeah. to let people know that if when that ring is missing? When you get a thumb ring, a thumb
0: ring that uh, fits just right. Let me tell you, Kim. you I'll, I'll I'll forget what the feeling of holding my own child will feel like someday, but I will not forget the <laughs> feeling of that thumb ring.
3: <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. Anyways, oh, so
1: Sun lost a ring. Yep. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and we jump to uh, we jump into the flashback to like this is one of those episodes where the flashbacks don't necessarily inform the behavior of the uh present day timeline it's just it's backstory yeah it's not like a running parallel type of thing like we've seen in the past where Mm -hmm. like in everybody hates hugo where the flashback storyline is basically a a version of what was happening in the present right it's It's telling you
0: why a character is
1: acting a certain way yeah this is just this is just like this is what happened like uh, so we go back in Korea. Sun is with her mother, and she's getting ready to uh, go meet a matchmaker because uh, because she's single and, and she's <laughs> woo. No, Kim. No, hold woo. up, hold
2: up, though. No, I so want a matchmaker. So you asked me what TV shows I like to watch, and I actually just recently binged Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Ugh,
1: no, Kim.
0: No, I'm, topple I'm the patriarchy. So, Come on.
2: I'm so thoroughly fascinated. Well, it's changed. It has changed matchmaking
1: the end results still the same
2: <laughs> yeah you don't gotta fucking swipe right anymore shit
1: just
0: meet a stranger in a bar and be miserable like everyone else i, don't,
2: I can't go to bars oh
1: yeah
0: that's true
2: uh, <laughs> here's, the,
1: here's the thing uh mrs kwan is helping her get ready for this thing picking out the shoes picking out the whatever but then she says to her
2: best line in the whole episode by the way you should
1: have met a man in college and, and but you didn't and so now four years later you're silver and I'm like four years so she's 26 she's 26 and she's on the way out um if you know I, did, I, I was flabbergasted I was like shut
2: the fuck up
0: also if you want to meet a man
1: in college
2: don't major in art history <laughs> You're gonna see a lot of marble sculptures, though. All, all the fucking
1: hot dudes are in the medieval Russian literature department. Obviously. Oh, don't Have you even seen fucking Michael get Andrew? me started on that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll get you started on it just in a couple of minutes. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, okay, she says something about bronze too. Like, dude. Okay, what comes after bronze? Because I'm like, what? I mean, as far as the anniversaries go, right? They do the anniversary thing, right? What my like candy wrapper, like <laughs>
3: uh, crushed know.
1: the Doritos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have crushed Dorito age. Uh,
1: we also cut to uh, at the same time period. Jin is dressing up for a job interview and he does that classic broke as fuck thing where he leaves the tag on the tie yeah. and he's like, I got to bring <clears throat> this back. And it's just like.
2: I've never actually done that.
1: Me neither. And like, I've been, I've been like poor like basically my yeah. whole life. Uh, and I've never put on something and be like, oh, I'll just return it. But that's also because I'm never like buying fan. Like, I, I'm, I'm so poor that I never will. needed fancy clothes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not. Hey, don't take that four pack of Black Haynes T-shirts out of the bag. I got to return those to Target tomorrow after I wear one of them. <laughs> but his little buddy. Oh man, I had to look it up because they don't say his name in the. Uh, tai Su. Yeah, Tai Su. His roommate uh, is reading the Destiny book, and he's just like, "Love will be orange, man." And it's very like a very Zen thing to say and hear. Yeah. And, and Jin's for it, man. Jin is like I love this. I love this scene because Jin is like really happy-go-lucky at this moment. He's despite the fact that he has humble beginnings compared to like Sun. Like he, he still seems pretty happy. Like he's not, you know. He's, there's a an element of sadness here when he talks about you know I'm not just a guy from a fishing village anymore or whatever. He, but he's 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 like I'm going out to get a job. I'm gonna I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna find a lady. Like I got my buddy Tai Su here. Like everything's
0: gravy. and yeah, I, just, it's I like, dug even, that. If, even though like you know we. <laughs> we might look down on the idea of, like, a doorman or something like that as, like, oh, that's not, like, a highly skilled job, but it's, it's like, it for him, it's it's honest work. You know, I'm not trying to dunk on doorman out there. Fuck, I'd probably get fired on the first day if, if I were put in charge of that kind of stuff. Um, being polite and knowing people's uh-huh. names and, like, decorum. Dude, no way. It's hard, uh, yeah. Yeah, but... You know, for him, it's like no this is this is like a a big deal for me. so mm-hmm. like he's he's taking some pride in something that might be trivial to other folks, but he's like, no, this is this is gonna be my thing mm-hmm. and that's you know, that's cool yeah
2: i um, can we go back to the fact that she's got a matchmaker and he's got like this destiny book where why do we not have any of I don't have access to any of this stuff
1: it's I need to get to there Korea has an actual culture whereas America has The television show lost. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) touche. I, I, I really dug that scene. Uh, I don't know you you guys, but... Um, yeah. yeah, like, no, uh, that's cute. It, it showed... Uh, it shows us a couple of different things. Like, not that anybody should be using Lost as, like, a learning tool about cultures of the world or whatever, <laughs> but, like, you know, you, you get to see if you're unaware of, like, people from different places are brought up differently and have different worlds. Like, what, how Jin and Sun, like, you know, where they came from and what, how, how their culture informs their lives. Like, their, you know, stances on relationships system. and mm. loyalty and class and... You you know, right. All that. Yeah. So yeah. So I I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, from there, we cut to the Tailies. I don't think that we've officially learned that. I guess we did. It's one of the podcast episodes. We we found out that these that these folks, ana Lucia, Echo Bernard, they're they're from the tail section of Oceanic Eight One Five. I think we covered it in uh in maybe Two for the Road a few weeks ago.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Like we it, we talked about it. Yeah. They were in the pit, and uh, Anna yeah. Lucia was being a real jerk
1: oh gee what do you mean she was being a jerk i, I could never see her being a jerk because she's always so nice
2: which one is ana lucia again
1: michelle rodriguez Michelle rodriguez. oh yeah
2: you know michelle rodriguez she doesn't play another that's why i get confused she doesn't have a character name she just is michelle rodriguez that's
1: literally
0: the conversation we had in that episode <laughs> yeah, oh. it,
1: yeah the first one that she was in we were like fucking michelle yeah. rodriguez playing michelle like, rodriguez
2: how did how did you find your fast and furious costume on that airplane
1: Right? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> low cut jeans and a tank top. Wow.
0: Where,
2: where'd you get the cut off vest? yo? Ana
1: Lucia is going to take Jin and Sawyer and Michael back to the back to the beach. But they're they got to like get supplied up. They're going to get food and food and water and whatever. Uh, it comes up during this whole like trying like her trying to organize this little trip that the tailies are like really tense and really paranoid. And like they're they have a level of fear in them that does not exist with our our main beach survivors.
0: Uh, during the when when they're in their uh, hatch or bunker, or whatever it is, uh, Sawyer says something to the effect of, "You know, it looks like they're going to eat us." Which I said that I got some big cannibalism vibes from those folks, either in the, the the Kevin episode or the James episode. Um, so hey, uh, co-hosts of Trailer Hitch, I'm dunking on both of you right now, I'm putting y'all on blast. <laughs> you need to be more aware of
1: cannibalism vibes.
2: That skinny one, though. Yeah, she looked like she was ready to eat some human. It was probably
1: it was probably the Kevin episode. Looking back at our old schedule, because he he did uh, he did everybody hates Hugo, which was chronologically the episode right before this one.
0: Oh yeah, it's been a few weeks since we recorded. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's like we've actually JP and I have actually seen the episode that came before this one, just like two months ago. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah. No. Yeah. Sawyer makes that joke. I think they're gonna eat us and. I I wanted them to cut back to the Taylors and like look at like the Taylors are looking at them and just like rubbing their hands together and licking (laughs) their lips like.
2: Well, uh, he got a big pot of boiling water in the corner.
1: Just cut on carrots into a economically huge chef's head. <laughs> the
2: the
0: thing, okay, so like they're they're having their own little sidebar conversation while the Tailies are having a sidebar conversation. Sawyer waits to get outside when they are standing around everyone to say, "Hey, I think we should we should." do a prison break i'm like dude they're standing <laughs> they're right, right behind there. you didn't want to have this conversation when they were huddled up and you were huddled up you're just now you're deciding oh yeah now i'm gonna talk about the escape plan yeah not that they're right behind me three feet behind me
1: <laughs> now, i don't know what he thinks he's gonna do either because he's still shot or right. stabbed or something his something arm, he's injured yeah he can barely move his left arm kim what would you do uh to triage that in a
0: jungle situation
2: to triage it or to treat it? Fucking to... T- whatever.
0: Yes, either oh. or. Dealer's choice. In a,
2: in a jungle situation and it's yeah. Sawyer, yeah. I'd be like, nah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just let, let him, <laughs> just bleed it out. It's fine. I don't know. Everybody's got some alcohol around. How, how many people have been stabbed at this 5, point? Five
1: thousand uh, little airplane shooters. Yeah, of get your
2: little get your little tequila out, and I don't know how. It depends how bad it is. I didn't really see what happened. I don't know. He just well, already he's, was he's injured shot or we don't know or something. What happened to oh.
1: him? He's just he's hurt. He's shot or stabbed because Sawyer's uh, sh- shooting and stabbing bait he's i'm gonna take a
2: bullet from michelle rodriguez and i'm gonna put the gunpowder in the wound and we're gonna light that shit on fire
1: oh shit that's brutal that's fucking dark kim damn wasn't
2: that in um the the revenant is that what it's called yeah with the bear yeah Mm -hmm.
1: that shit was dark too like literally (laughs) and (laughs) figuratively
2: yes (laughs) Uh, anyway.
1: So, they
0: go out to start getting supplies.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a very quick instance of Ana Lucia continuing to be a cow to anybody she sees, um, specifically <laughs> Jin happened. in the tide pool, where she's like, "There's something we're picking up here." Uh, Jin can fish like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah he can. And obviously, Ana Lucia just doesn't throw know an this. Uh, in and there? if you don't know, now you know, because like he just like he just the net just and he pulls in three red snapper, just like no problem.
2: Okay, but like. How do you not trust a guy who can like barely speak English but he knows fish and he's like, "Uh-uh, fish?" Yeah.
1: Right, like that's it's me. the one word in English right. he knows and you're
0: like,
2: Yeah, you're like, "Nah, dude, okay, I'm going to trust him."
1: Right.
0: We we talk about this uh in some other episodes they they're doing the thing that I hate with television characters where there's some sort of danger, there's some sort of information that people need to know and someone is withholding it for no reason. Yes. Like there's, there's the danger of the others, but our, our main party members don't understand that. They don't understand the severe severity of it. They don't understand sort of the rules of like avoiding the, the others or whatever the potential threat is. And, you know, it has to be learned through experience. It's like, no, take five minutes before you go outside and explain what's going on.
1: Right. Like, how much time would be saved by Bernard or Echo or Ana Lucia or any any of them just being like, okay, so here's why we're so tense. Uh, originally, there were 90 of us here. Uh, and now there's four left. They killed 86 people in the course of two and a half weeks. Like, that's why we're afraid. And then... Is that, Then my is that what is happened? No, I don't I don't know what happened. But, like, oh they, God. Could, they could say oh, he's that. Like,
2: I don't remember that. Let's
1: say this show gets fucking brutal. Well, I think, <laughs> I think in Everybody Hates Hugo, they well, did so they were t- they w- when they originally right after the crash oh, they were like yeah, yeah something yeah. $4 or something like that so so yeah. like they obviously loved, but they could they could explain that to them and then Sawyer and Jin and Michael would be like oh fuck oh, okay, okay yeah 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 do yeah. you have any extra weapons we'll help you uh, not get kidnapped <laughs> like,
0: michael might be like oh maybe i won't run off into the fucking woods by myself yeah
2: nah he probably would have anyway though
0: fucking probably
2: um, I definitely forgot who they were. Like, I forgot they were a thing. And I know I know the answer, but I don't. I still don't remember that. They, also, are,
1: they are them who are called they.
2: Wow, that was helpful. <laughs> Thanks for cleaning that up. Uh,
1: I, I made this note after the fact. I don't know where it fits in the timeline of the show, but there was a... Uh, we cut back to the main beach and Sun is rifling through her shit looking for her ring. And <laughs> doc, oh, yeah. Dr. Wang walks up. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually like moderately helpful for like a few like a, like of oh, this little this is, this is Jack's only scene in the episode which is thank god fine yeah <laughs> we've, we've had a lot of Jack heavy episodes recently
2: yeah but he walks in and he's like when's the last time you saw it dude are, I fucking hate that when's the last time you saw it if I knew that Wang <laughs> I'd have found it by now
3: Shit,
0: uh, I just I I put down as a note for this scene. If only Jack had put as much effort into his marriage that he did uh, Trying to <laughs> hide the loss of his ring from his wife
2: Right? Oh
1: I, know, I was so burn. sad here. I, I wrote down. Is, is Jack not married to Julie Bowen anymore?
0: <laughs> no <laughs> she she got wise and she left jack and now she's uh married to me in the future <laughs> or the past he's, he's got plenty of problems jack jack's yeah. got a lot of problems um oh, no. well he, she lost her rings he lost his sleeves he's you
1: know she should have just been like well where's the last place you saw your <laughs> sleeves there doc <laughs> uh, so jack yeah thanks for stopping by doc um jack off uh, the flashback uh, Jin is interviewing to work at the Seoul Gateway Hotel the, the, I feel like I say this a lot but this guy's dick to Jin um, people well, are dicks yeah. to everybody all the time yeah. in this show um, he, he rips the tag off of his tie and he's just like yeah you can have this job but don't ever let anybody in this hotel that's as broke as you <laughs> and don't
2: do not open the door for people like you i have that in my notes too and i'm like yikes wow
1: yeah like fuck i again i mean this is just maybe this just speaks to the maturity level of Jin, the character but if that would mean me i would be like uh actually i have to go interview at not a dick hotel thanks for seeing me (laughs) like
0: uh, oh. I mean, it, yeah, he could have just done, like, the Groucho Marx thing and been like, you know, I'd never be the member of a club that would have me as a member. Right. You know, just one of those, just kind of like, <laughs> and then he'd have, like, a fake cigar or. and it would, like, blow up in the guy's mouth <laughs> or in his face,
1: uh, and uh, this yeah, would be a very different death, show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I made one. Uh, the, the backdrop behind the dude's window could not be Is fake more as of fuck. a
3: backdrop.
2: <laughs> Oh I was not even paying attention. Now I wanna go back and watch it. That's was funny.
1: Sitting, like after I got the gist of it, I was like, Okay, this guy is addicted to the gin. Um and then I just like looked over his shoulder and I was like, Man, that's a really shitty backdrop of soul's skyline. <laughs> <laughs> also so when uh when he's talking
0: to him and he's like you know you got the job or whatever again like i'm I'm watching this on streaming so like you know you don't get the quality that you would if it was on a disc but like again the entire shot of jin just sitting there looking at him in like the close-up appeared to me to just straight up be out of focus and he's not like (laughs) moving around he didn't like have to sit into a mark just out (laughs) of focus now could could it have been like a bandwidth thing sure but uh i i want somebody who's listening to this podcast to watch that scene and let me know if i'm correct or not i can't
1: i can't wait till we get a huge like following on this show and somebody mails you like the blu-ray lost the complete series you can start watching on that and be like oh shit this whole show is out of focus (laughs) No, I'll find out it's been out of focus.
0: It's been my terrible internet connection this whole time.
2: They're going to be like, no, we did that on purpose. We want you to feel as out of focus as Jin does in this scene.
1: Ooh. It's very meta. So, yeah, so Jin gets the job. Nice. Spoilers. We go back to the Tailies. Michael and Libby are looking for
2: food. Tailies. Uh,
1: We
0: get a little bit.
1: But really
0: quick, before they break up, does Sawyer call
1: Jin Chewy? He does.
2: I, was, I have that note, too. He Why does. does he call him Chewy?
1: Because in Star Wars, uh, we, the audience, can understand Han, but we can't understand Chewy. It's a racist uh, or xenophobic nickname, uh, which is Sawyer's forte for a man who can <laughs> only speak Korean.
2: I thought it was like a... Um, i mean like a, it's, a it's, co-pilot kind of it's well, joke, it's, but it's playfully
1: racist because like he does consider playfully Jin to be his buddy racist. but like he has to still <laughs> be like hey you're not like me it's not great my my question about that nickname is who is who is han in this situation yeah. if Jin's chewy who's han Does does Sawyer
2: think he's Han? Sawyer
0: thinks he is fucking Han. Obviously, Sawyer thinks
2: he's Han. He thinks he's a cowboy. Like, he thinks he's a space cowboy.
0: Does that make the polar bear Greedo? (laughs) Because Sawyer shot first? Oh my God! Is this all just a fucking Star I Wars? I forgot allegory? about the
2: polar bears. Did they ever answer the polar bears? Right, still anyway, sorry, them? I
0: just I just had to no, clarify you, you that I was right. understanding um, the yes, really that, bad
1: that is Star Wars. One hundred percent worth bringing up because okay, yeah. So uh, Sawyer Sawyer's racist in this scene.
2: In this scene, there's more racism yeah.
1: to come. It's good. It's a good thing he works out all of his racism on somebody he knows because this then he goes face to face with Echo, which is probably the first black guy that he's ever seen in his life, and he yeah. restrains himself nah, from doing the, anything. He he Thing, like terribly over- yeah. oh yeah that's true and Walt so the second black guy he's ever seen in his whole life
2: Third, Walt as a kid, I don't know
1: Yeah, he does some Asian racism So he doesn't do any uh, black racism uh, Which is I don't know, I don't know Good, uh, like, because like, as we every... learned, Mr. Echo will fuck you up That's, <laughs> that's true But like, every time, like, I, I didn't even Put this in my mouth. notes, I'm just thinking about it now Like, every time Sawyer does something Fucking bigoted, like he Like, in every, basically every scene he's that. Like, I think about it, like, the show was, you know This was 2005, like, how did sawyer become like a popular character like people should just right. constantly hated this guy every time he opened his mouth and like by they the end of the though. show he was like one of the most popular like he was one of the most popular characters by the end of the show
2: because he changes and you learn oh. things about him i suppose but plus fuck. juliet you know yeah or
1: because
0: america's got a lot of fucking racists uh oh. and I mean, it's they, sad get, too. they dig that sort of thing but
2: you put a strong <laughs> female character behind him or next to him and then they're like oh we love her so and she loves him so i think we love him mm. it's confusing as a viewer
1: source, source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah oh yeah um. <laughs> So Sawyer meets Echo for the first time. And this is the first time, like, that we actually get Echo's name. Like, yeah. my name, he's like, I'm Mr. Echo. And like, Mr. Echo? And he's like, yeah, fucking Mr. Echo. Like, if <laughs> I, like, he, he comes back, he's like, what, like, Mr. Ed? And, like, Echo should have been like, my name's Mr. Echo. I'm the cool, this is the, that's the coolest name of right. everybody so but far like, like
2: why was mr ed a joke to him that's so stupid yeah.
1: <laughs> it actually and jp this this is a good opportunity for me to apologize for when i made a mr ed joke back in episode two and you didn't laugh at it uh, i realized that when sawyer makes this mr ed joke here it's just not funny and so you know i apologize for that your
0: jokes are bad and you should feel bad <laughs>
2: yeah. What were Um, you making a Mr. Ed joke about?
0: I don't fucking remember that at all. (laughs) (laughs) It keeps me up at night. (laughs) I don't remember the last episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This scene sort of wraps, like, Libby, Libby, played by Cynthia Watrous, who's one of my favorite actresses. She was on the sitcom uh, on Fox called Titus that ran for three seasons. She and Michael are looking for mangoes, and they're like, oh, the mangoes are all picked over. But, like, she's like, I know about fear. I'm worried about they. And, you know, and this is, you know. Uh, we get some more reinforcement of the the they the feet you know the unnamed fear or whatever we all know that it's the others whatever but then echo and michael fucking bails at some point <laughs> like, yeah. he just like it cuts away from the two of them collecting mangoes cuts back to sawyer uh, being a racist and then libby just is like back and is like oh hey i'm back from not finding mangoes uh michael's gone <laughs> yeah
0: like yeah, it wasn't even important enough to have it happen like on screen. They're just like, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, jungle swallowed him up. Like, yeah. We
2: don't know how to explain how he gets away from this tiny, <laughs> right? Imagine, like imagine malnourished female.
1: Imagine the scene if the mango scene continues to go. Like, what inspires Michael to just run <laughs> off into like, the jungle mushy right. mango at her.
3: <laughs> a Yeah,
1: he, he's just like mango bomb. He throws it the ground and runs away.
0: Like, well, that's the thing. It's like no, we're we're getting supplies so that we can get back to the beach. will be a bigger group. We'll, we'll have more resources. We'll have more people to help us. And Michael's just like, nah, I'm going off on my own. But like, I, I, I put in my notes, the only reason that Jin is friends with michael and that he feels this loyalty to go after him is because he doesn't speak the same language and he doesn't understand how fucking stupid michael is
1: right like if he if he spoke english and he would have understood what michael was about the entire first 40 days Be like, let that fool run through the jungle i hope he gets dysentery yeah, he's <laughs> so
0: fucking just pouty pants and i'm just uh, oh, uh
1: pouty God. pants. yeah um <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the main beach, uh, Curly so- is
2: also racist. That's. <laughs> Back at the beach, everybody's racist.
1: Back at <laughs> racist beach.
2: Um,
1: yeah, son. Son is. Uh, Son's working her way through all of our named characters, having a scene with them. Tell like she's slowly disseminating the information that her wedding ring is missing. This is like the lost version of her going and putting flyers on every palm tree. Like <laughs> 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 lost one wedding ring. Please help me find it before Jin comes back. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: but, oh my yeah, God. this little scene with hurley and hurley's yeah. doing his best to help he thinks vincent made a ate it and so they're watching the dog
0: he's doing the same thing where he doesn't know are you you know sort of like his interaction with saeed like not knowing that he was
1: in the republican uh, guard
0: I, in the republican guards like are you in the good or are you from the good korea or the bad korea
1: like
2: <laughs> i thought he was gonna ask her about eating dogs i'm not gonna lie to you
0: I thought it was going to come up as well I for thought, sure. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean the way the way that the earlier parts of the episode is going, that would have fucking tracked. Like yeah. they're
2: watching the dog, and I thought, yeah. So I mean, deleted it, it scenes. It,
1: it, it's I don't know. i like Hurley's, like sort of like ignorantly like he's he, his, his his like latent racism here is not malicious. Uh, <laughs> no, like he's, no, he's, he's not just doing ignorant. Yeah, he, he's yeah. just right. he's being unaware, which is. Uh, one would argue nowadays just as bad but um it i mean it's hard to be mad at that big dopey face like when he tells the story about the dog shitting out all the change and he just has smiles at her it's like <laughs> what are you eight like yeah <laughs> i don't know it's pretty funny <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was, so he's a good dude he, he, he means well did uh, you go
2: to the olympics <laughs> <laughs> did you go <see> to the olympics <laughs> <laughs> so he's,
0: he's just pulling he's just like I need any I need any facts that I know like, Korea, about Korea Korea Korea
2: let me see yeah. Yeah. Seoul okay I know Seoul okay Oh, oh God. man. Uh,
1: yeah, so that that theme goes by. And so we flash back to Korea. Sun meets the matchmaker, and we get another instance of the uh, show not actually introducing, uh, like, we, we need, to, when, it, when we meet, when, when? When we meet a new character, we need to know their name as the audience. They should be like, the matchmaker should be like, oh, hi, Sun, uh, here's your date, the guy. Like, we don't yeah. find out the guy's name till the end of it's the irrelevant. episode. It's Mr. Lee. And here's the it's thing. It's irrelevant. I mean, it. I, I, is it? I, it's it's it isn't it isn't. I mean, in this instance, I don't think it's super relevant. We do see this guy. This guy recurs in some of Sun's flashbacks later on throughout the show. Really? Uh, he he does show up on or two uh, times. As the actor's name is uh, Tony Lee, I think. Um, sure. But yeah, he's he's sort of like a recurring character in uh, in Sun and Jin's past life before the yeah, and uh, he's
0: crash. He, you know he, they. They do a great job of being like, you know, okay. He recognizes that this is a very awkward situation. <laughs> she is clearly uncomfortable. Uh, the the parents go away. The matchmaker goes away, and it's like, hey, this is fucking weird, right? And she's like, yeah, this is fucking weird. And they they seem to like genuinely hit it off.
1: Yeah, I thought oh, yeah. I thought he was. You yeah. know I thought he was. A, he was kind of charming. He, yeah, he took an awkward yeah. situation
3: and. Yeah, won. I
2: mean, like he's no Jen, but right. he was definitely. Like a yeah, he was a swipe right for sure. I would not have been mad if my parents were like, "Hey, we're gonna set you up with this guy." I'd be like, "All right, he seems cool."
0: Yeah, and well, yeah. And, and we we get so far into the episode with the two of them, like, you know, they they go out on a date and stuff like that, and I'm like, "Where the." F- does Jin come in on this? Like we, we only got like ten minutes left in this episode. Where does my man's come in? Where's
1: the
2: man. He go get her.
1: Well, we know where he is at right now. We cut back to the tailies and Echo and Jin are out out looking for Michael. They they decided uh, Jin decided in the previous scene to go. Echo uh, was like, I'm gonna help because I'm fucking bad as hell. Hell yeah. And uh, so Jin's out there looking for Mike and he gets gored by a boar.
2: <laughs> okay. Game of Thrones here. I totally forgot that like Jin is fine, but I saw the like board instantly. Fine? Mm, yes,
3: <laughs> both.
1: <laughs> like he survives, but he's fine. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But like I saw the board and was like, "Oh no, that's how the king died. Run." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: okay,
0: uh, Kim. How do you treat somebody that has been uh, gouged by a board? It depends
2: where he gets him. Usually, it's an evisceration. In I can't help you. I'm sorry.
1: He gored him in the jungle.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> Which where, anatomically, where is that? <laughs> I don't know. Is that point like to the point, bush, point, but point like to, w- point on this
1: globe where he got gored. <laughs> <laughs> um, some, somebody wasn't fine though. Jin rolled, tumble, takes a tumble down the hill, and finds a guy impaled on a wooden spike.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, man! My, my main man. Goodwin. Echo. goodwin that was goodwin He's- kim uh in your professional medical experience do you think goodwin's gonna pull through
2: with enough epinephrine <laughs> it's possible
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i know some people that would definitely try to work him
1: Here, here's, here's the thing
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> here's well, the <laughs> thing about Goodwin ones um, that, that i thought about uh, uh, only ever so brief though i was sitting there that dude hasn't been there super long no like he's not in a state of advanced decomposition like no how recently did, did he, that guy die there and
2: um well i think they ew. probably dropped the ball on this one because he looked like he still had rigor which means it was like pretty close to his death
1: it was like 10 um, minutes earlier than that like,
2: <laughs> yeah because the rigor would probably be gone by then honestly
0: he's just hard because gin's around <laughs> Same. Guys, I'm just gonna. I'll excuse myself for the rest of the episode. I'm
1: done. Take a lap, cool off, come back. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Did you just say take a lap? Take take a lap. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome.
1: (laughs) We cut back to the. Beach. Um, it, it's it's breakdown time for Son. She can't. She's she's had enough. She she's uh, talked to Doctor Dickhead. She talked to Hurley. She looked around. She's at her wits end. And she loses it. She tears up the garden. And this is a a, a moment that we haven't seen much we haven't seen sun in this state much at all like she's normally very cool very collected she's pretty much about her business and but this is a this is a moment where she's laid bare and vulnerable and um it's a little a little frustrating that she takes it out on the garden because like she's letting her emotions get the better of her uh, her contributions to the survival of the but I mean, it's a TV it's show. It's fine. So whatever. She
2: can put them back in. But, it's, I mean, they're the not it's, out it's, for that long. Like, I,
1: I like it because it does. It, I, I just like it because it's it's a scene where we we're getting some vulnerability. We we see a, a moment of vulnerability from Sun, which is just more depth to this person. She's just not the she's just not the strong female standing behind Jin. You know, she she's a whole person. She has you know she's allowed to be vulnerable and be broken up when something important to her goes wrong.
0: And in typical fashion, when someone's broken down, when somebody's hit rock bottom, when somebody has had enough on this goddamn island, who is there to pick up the pieces? Who is there to be the light, the North Star? Who is there
2: to hold this goddamn group of people together?
0: My sweet baby boy, John
2: Locke. I saw his face and was like, Oh, I hate you. <laughs>
0: you shut up. I love John Locke more than I love certain family members.
2: <laughs> but seeing okay, but just seeing that episode again, I was like, oh, he he's not that bad. Why did I hate him?
1: Cuz <clears throat> this is another instance in which this is this is JL's only scene and he he's he does not overstay his welcome. <laughs> 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 he comes in uh he, he, bad day <laughs> yeah he just he drops it, he, he he comes in he comforts her he does he does a good thing here he comes in he sees that son's obviously having a hard time and he he, he lends an ear and he he has a little bit of wisdom he, he opens up himself you know um, what his motivations are I, I wasn't concerned what his motivations were you know when he sat down to do like what is he trying to machine here what is he trying to do he's like I, I believed in this moment that he was just like he wanted to make sure the son was okay and so and so like totally. he sits down they have a little discussion about he, he's got these you know latent anger issues in his past and he's mm-hmm. not angry anymore and, and he, he comes through with this little thing he says
3: I used to get angry all the time frustrated too so you're not frustrated anymore I'm not lost anymore how did you do that same way anything lost gets found I stopped looking
2: I want to flip the table at that comment oh my god I I hate when people say that. It's almost as bad as Dr. What's is nuts saying. Well, where was the last place you look for? You'll find it when you stop looking. No, well, that is the opposite of how you find something. No, because like I,
0: I think about like from what we've seen from John Locke, like he he seems to thrive in this environment. He seems to feel more comfortable. I, I feel like there's obviously something a little bit more nefarious behind that that we on this podcast haven't learned about. Mm-hmm. but. In terms of just what we've seen, this is like someone who's always dreamed of like going to Alaska and now lives on the frontier and is like, well, I was never going to do that in my normal life, but now I'm stuck here and, and oh God, I think this is the type of environment I belong in, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. I don't know. I'm just making up excuses because I left my bald ass man.
2: No, that's fine. I just, I mean, like I, and I get it too. Like when you stop looking, but I mean, like that's okay. Just take that with a grain of salt. You can't do that for everything. No,
1: I, I think <laughs> no. I think it's like it's horseshit when you're trying to find your keys. It, it's a cliche, but like I, even cliches can be profound at sometimes. I and mean, in this sure, moment, sure. I, I bought it. Yeah. Sure.
2: Oh, for sure, for I, sure.
1: I think it might be because of what JP said. Is like out of everybody on the island, mo- most people's lives are markedly worse now being on the island than they were previously as we're learning through flashbacks and stuff like that we haven't learned anything about john we haven't had a flashback with john yet we don't know what is happening with him but like yeah he's thriving and so it seems like he might be the only person on the island Whose life has taken a turn for the better, having crashed on it, and we don't know why, we don't know yeah. how, and it, yeah. it may be nefarious. We don't know, but like to, for him to come up to Son and say that to her, I I thought it was earnest, and sure. so I was I was I was okay with it.
2: I mean, I would probably, of all of the people on the island, I would probably believe most of the things that come out of his mouth, or believe the things that come out of his mouth the most. I should say, like he just he. I don't know if it's the way he presents himself when he says it.
1: He's got dad energy. He's got mega dad energy. For sure. Dressed like dad. He looked like a dad. He's probably a dad. He's got 45 kids. I don't know. <laughs> we flash back to Korea. This son of a bitch! Oh my Dude, fucking god! Okay, and yeah, yeah, like this is this is the fucking moment. This is where my my handwritten notes. Uh,
0: oh, I am in all
1: caps. Yeah, I didn't realize writing. that I did. Like I didn't realize that I did that when I write. Like I I started I switched to all capital letters as I was taking notes. Like I do that when I type. I didn't realize I did it when I write. And yeah. I did. Yeah. Lee rocks up to the fucking hotel in some car I, th- I think it was a, uh, a Mercedes just like a you know some high-end sports car jumps out of the thing he's all happy-go-lucky and uh, he meets Jin. Jin's working the door he pulls out and he's, uh, you know Jin's doing the work he comes up he opens the door for him he opens the door for him again and then Lee takes the he's like give me the flower I have a date and we're like okay he's going in there he's probably like is this the moment where fucking Lee's gonna walk in and ask son to marry him because he right. seems fucking jazzed he seems pumped yeah. to be here ready to go he takes the boutonniere, he goes in, Jin stands outside of the door and just smiles like an idiot, and I love him. Also, where was his boss to see that
0: moment? He's Come right. on, man, that's going He's above right. and beyond. Oh. Yeah.
1: Lee got, Truth. We, we cut into the dining room Lee is telling son a story about a time he was naked it is a cheap obvious flirting tactic it's so, yep. like so no, it's like oh and here's a time where my butt was out <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: you is won't that a see flir- it Wait, hold up. is that a flirting tactic is this a thing
1: Kim if a man yeah. ever tells you a story about a time that he was accidentally naked somewhere he's flirting with you
2: that's yeah. hilarious and awful <laughs> is this like pre nudes this is so funny. Yes, this is this is the foundation this is the
1: foundation work that a
0: proper scum does for nudes. nudes. They're sending nudes well.
2: to your mind.
1: <laughs> to to be
0: fair though, uh, Kim, how often do you encounter naked people in your line of work?
2: All the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they're doing that to try and get your attention. Right. So, and you know what?
2: They've got it. It worked. It. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> They've got it. It works very it's very effective.
1: Okay. it is effective because he he like I as the audience we sitting she's here like, watching how Lee how tell the story
2: yeah she's digging it she's like oh this is such a funny I'd story I'd like to see you in a towel oh.
1: yeah <laughs> uh, and he just
2: he's he laying it on so
1: thick and then he's like we should keep seeing each other, and she's like, "Hell yes, let's keep seeing each other. You're a fine Right, and sh- in this moment, I'm like, "Where the fuck does Jin come in in this episode?" Well,
0: then I mean, it was
2: like, "Well, the flower is kind of orange. Like, I don't know."
1: But, uh, but then, but then here he comes, just like a fucking hammer to all of my like whatever goodwill this man had created. He he's like, "Yes, we should keep seeing each other because I want my mom to stop." paying attention to me so in six months i can run away to america and marry some other woman i've been so using you beard? this whole time and i <laughs> and, and, and how 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 dare you mr lee how dare you crush his son's hopes and dreams like in that i can't even he waited until the end of the meal
0: and then was shocked when she when he was like, Oh, you didn't think
2: that's the like, part that gets me. Yeah, I'm like, wait, th- yeah. what did you think she thought? You're on a freaking date. You You're were literally matched by your parents. You're like, telling her the cock in the hallway story. Why what did you th- how could she not think that?
1: Exactly. So he's like making the he's making the
2: victim Exactly. the Yeah, he's blaming the victim, that's the worst. I hate uh, that
3: guy.
1: Re- really quick, what what are everyone's exact notes for this section? I'm curious. That's that that's my uh my final note on this scene is uh in all caps after laying it on so so thick he crushes her fuck you Lee. <laughs> it took up half a page on this uh on this on my notebook. That's how big I wrote it. I don't it. have
2: any notes because I I remembered it so well and I was like, "Oh, I don't need any talking points for this. We'll just go on a riff because i um, I hate that yeah. guy. Yeah.
0: The bottom half of one sheet of paper is just written <laughs> dick move during dessert question mark and fuck you <laughs> no
2: no dessert she can't right. have dessert now because she's, she's like emotionally well, distraught like
0: well no, she thought wait, she was dude, gonna you know gonna have, that have been dessert like, i
2: think it's time for you to leave and uh bring me the chocolate cake this is on him yeah, yeah.
1: exactly
0: are we splitting the check i don't
1: fucking think so
2: but
0: yeah
1: sure so. get the fuck. anyways out of here now they're all fucking <gasps> lathered up from that fuck man
0: <laughs> goddamn damn
1: angry that pissed me off so much like i didn't realize how much like
2: that's what dating is man see i guess da- <laughs> the matchmaker isn't even as good as i don't want one anymore yeah
1: this, nobody and nobody could see you. that coming. Indian matchmaker talked you into it and now 3 seconds with Mr. Lee in the Soul Gateway Hotel talked you out of it. Yep.
2: Right out. Now I want that book, Jen. Fuck.
1: Yeah, get to, just get the just get the Destiny book from uh, from Su. Yeah, Everything I'll just rent be it at the library. Right. Apparently you need a ruler to use it. Is what I was <laughs> uh, what I was <laughs>
2: Any straight edge will work.
1: We come back to the (laughs) island. Echo and Jen are still piling together. They find Michael's tracks, and Echo says some spooky shit here. He's just like, they don't leave tracks. (laughs) It's like, what? Do they not
2: have feet? Yeah, they don't make noise.
1: Yeah,
0: But Uh,
2: the music, man, the music, when he says all that stuff, I was like, oh.
0: Overall, the music is really good in this episode. Yeah. Uh, not to skip ahead, but the music when Sun is having the flashback and then it cuts to her in Present Day on the Island mm. and it cuts to, to Jin and uh, it's just, it's a lot of really good music yeah. in this episode. Very emotional.
1: I think you could probably say that the one consistent thing throughout the entirety of Lost was probably the music. Michael Giacchino did all the music for the show and, I mean, the guy the guys knows what he's doing, man. Yeah, super good. So Echo spooks him out and they, they have to duck into a bush and, and a, a a pack of others comes wandering past yeah
0: Uh,
2: if they're so good how do they not see him in the bush
1: they're
0: they're doing the same thing that carl weathers and bill duke are doing in predator when he's like
3: out there in them trees i see you
1: (laughs) fuck dude predator is such a good movie um Uh, this whole scene is really spooky. The music, the the oh oh my god, it is super creepy! Just the shot of their their POV out through, and then it just sits there for seconds on end, nothing. And then that first foot comes into frame, it's like,
3: ooh,
2: like I got I literally got chills, silent. Yeah, I was waiting to hear the dump truck backing up noise, (laughs) aka the smoke monster. You don't know? You don't remember that? No, no, no. It has a very specific, like, their beep is different than other um, heavy machinery. And there is one, or maybe it's the snowplow.
1: There's a weird rattle in the snowplow, too. There's one
2: very, like, and I remember being in our apartment in Oshkosh when the, this stuff was all airing. And the I, it must have been the snowplow. Made the exact same <laughs> noise. And I was like, oh, God.
3: It's the snowplow
1: so i was
2: waiting for the smoke monster to show up
1: uh, we flash back to uh, more Jin stuff Jin is like Jin. good at everything he does like fishing giving thumbs up speaking korean um
2: <laughs> not dying from boars <laughs>
1: yeah just like taking uh charges from boars like a champ yeah and, and he's killing working the door like he's out here and just like smiling yeah. uh but then he he's a good dude and this is gonna be the thing that gets that bites him he, he, you know nice guys finish last and all that he, there's a there's a a, a poor looking dude and his kid gonna have an accident and he begs Jin to let him in and Jin's like yeah okay go on in make it quick and then the the, the broke dad and son walk right past his boss like <laughs> right <laughs> like i get this is a tv show but fuck off
0: right <laughs> you got so much time to just stand there and watch the doorman 24-7 yeah with
1: like what were you just waiting it, you for you got the nothing better up? to do this guy this guy this dude who runs the hotel he just gets it's on his gay. fucking case right away and he just he berates him he humiliates him and then he uses the universal uh i'm a shitty guy phrase <laughs> he he says you people
3: yeah uh. and i was just like oh well
1: just in case the audience at home didn't hate this guy uh, let's make sure we put a snap on that sawyer would love him oh yeah they'd be <laughs> fucking pals for sure uh, but then Jin gives, gets an opportunity to tell him to fuck himself, very politely. But not
2: before he like asks Jin to go in and cut him off midstream and like drag him out. <laughs> <laughs> drag his then, here's kid the out best of part too. Like as as someone who worked in hospitality, okay, you don't see someone outside of Disney who's like, "Yo, I would rather have that little kid pissing in the parking lot." in front of everybody to see than just like let him in and go to the bathroom where nobody can see mm-hmm. like wouldn't you rather have him in the bathroom going to the bathroom than peeing on your front steps because that's what he says well he can go piss in the gutter for all i yeah. care and i'm like yeah but the gutter is in front of your hotel <laughs> apparently
1: the soul gateway hotel is not the happiest place on earth Huh. No, that little kid
0: had mischief in his eyes. He's in there taking an upper decker. Yeah, he's 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 Paying in there the
1: to ruin that hotel. He's, he's <laughs> up in the penthouse ordering pizza, just like in *Whole Alone 2. Like, uh, yeah. now nah, this is living. <laughs> uh, Jin, Jin just like, thanks for the opportunity, sir.
0: <laughs> and he yeah. takes
1: off the hat yeah.
0: and the gloves, yeah. but walks away still wearing the jacket. Yeah.
1: You bet. Is that, that just his now? It's, it's it's like the it's the icing on the cake of that little the fuck you tort that he's handing this uh, this guy. So yeah, I'm quitting in front of you because you're a dick, and I'm keeping your dorky ass jacket. I'm yeah. gonna go start a my chemical romance cover band.
0: Oh Jesus!
1: <laughs> uh, we come back to the beach. Um oh god so like son's not done telling everybody that the wedding like we haven't we haven't worked we still have 19 scenes we have to do kate we gotta do charlie we gotta do Said. we gotta do uh (laughs) it's kate's turn okay but like skip to the end
0: so so
2: kate kate shows up and instantly i'm like ugh, it's a meg scene And, like, okay, at the, okay, serious question though. Did they find their luggage?
1: There was a bunch of yeah, luggage in the middle section, yeah. yeah.
2: So they, I mean, just throwing this out there, she packed that? Like, what the, what are you wearing, Kate? Who are you? Who wears that? What?
1: I, I'm assuming you made that
2: a choice to pack that.
1: I'm assuming that after the pilot where um, Kate, uh, Swipes a pair of shoes off of a corpse. I'm assuming from now on she's always wearing dead people's clothes.
2: Yo, but they for like sure. fit her.
1: Yeah, she found somebody who is. I her mean, side. Abby, like, too they tight, lined but... up all the corpses and they're like, "All right, here are the size seven corpses. Here are the size four corpses. Here <laughs> <laughs> are the it's just like a
2: fun clothing swap. Here's this a cup bra. You won't, you won't need these D's, Kate." <laughs> Wow. She looks like she She does. She looks like a tiny teenage girl from like the 90s, like the 2000s. Wow. Like with the right. baggy pants and the tight exactly. tank top. That's like why she, I'm incredibly attracted needs, to her. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a chain. China. on a wallet or a chain wallet what were those things She's, yes. she i wish she was wearing a necktie
1: also just over her tank i wish she had
0: airwalks. you guys are describing all of the fan art on my deviant art page right
1: now
2: <laughs> you like but Air it's all walks? done
1: in ms paint so
0: <laughs>
2: big fan uh, of tech fests and old navy <laughs> yep uh,
1: the only thing important that happens in here is that son confesses that claire found the message in messages in the bottle oh
2: yeah what were those what did they when did they write those were we they supposed know, to be calls yeah. for help or
1: we uh, the only don't thing know. that we know that me and JP know is that they we saw the episode they found the bottle in. We don't know right. where the bottle is from. We can uh, make a couple of assumptions about the bottle. It's got it's attached to Jin and Sawyer and, and Michael being missing, like but we don't know exactly.
2: And then we find out like there's a thing between Sawyer and Kate and son is oh, God, like yes. oh,
1: okay. <sighs> <sighs> when they started talking about kate and sawyer's like burgeoning romance it was just like i just heard static in my ears just like
0: (laughs) well okay so two two really quick things about this scene one and i'm sure it was something to do with editing but kate says let me see that as she's already grabbing it from (laughs) son and i'm like that's some childish shit and then she just starts ripping the stuff up, and it's like, could you act like a fucking adult? She, for she was ten ripping them minutes? open,
2: right? She oh, was trying open? to read them. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, them I thought she was, them there, so them like she was ripping. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. And she was still acting like a child, but all right, yeah. cut that part out.
2: <laughs> but I don't understand why she, because she said she never got to say goodbye, well, she was or never said goodbye.
3: For, for
2: she, like a note she, was from hoping Sawyer, Sawyer was or like, or "Dude, Kate, like, I love you." And really, Sawyer was like, "Hey, I left a half-eaten jar of." Maraschino cherries and Don't fucking eat those. Yeah, those are mine. <laughs> I
0: left my last three grits hidden under a rock. Don't smoke them. Right.
2: Hurley, Hurley, you can have my batteries for your walk, man.
0: Remember me by this puka shell necklace.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the South will rise again. Um, love Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, only Fuck. if he's looking at Kate. Oh. <laughs> uh,
1: speaking of Sawyer, we cut back to the Tailies, and this is another fucking uh. aggravating scene. And Sawyer's in fucking rough shape. His uh, <laughs> his his injuries doing something to him. Um, so he's got. Here's the thing: even if he weren't stabbed or shot or gored in the shoulder or whatever, like, sit down, take a water break, y'all. Like, I know you guys are scared and stuff, but like, stay hydrated.
3: Yeah, They'd I mean we can see the ocean, break.
0: Like from the hill they're on. They're
1: Yeah, like it's it's, they're like it's a few there. miles close. still at the most, like maybe five, six miles till you go, like still. You got an injury. <laughs> right. <laughs> um I, uh uh, I don't see it, uh comes up, talks some shit, sort of talks some shit back, uh and then he goes oh you married and she's like why and he's like it seems like you would be and then she's (laughs) like what about you are you married and he goes no and then she's like are you okay okay?"
2: (laughs) 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 but i don't know what's worse though like the right. are you gay question, or the fact that it's the, oh, the, it's the, the first question you, gay. you ask it's, is it's just a, Are you married? Oh,
0: it's because he's just trying to have sex with every female. That's his only okay, conquest even, on this fucking island.
2: That was like the first thing that Mister Echo said to Jin too. I know that Jin is wearing a ring, but like, why? Why is this the first question? We are on an island. Okay, right. trying to survive. If Why the fuck do you talk? care? Right?
0: He spends like, an entire nice episode just trying to get a kiss from Kate. And, like, the first time it's, like, kind of just like, ah, okay, you're rough around the edges, but you're trying to be endearing. But then it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up. And it's, like, creepy. And it's just like, dude, will you fucking knock it off? Yeah. Like, you're, you're acting but like. apparently oh, it
2: worked because she's, like, oh, I love him. Right, and Gross. and then first says. question: Are you married? <laughs> Drool.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this can't get any worse. And then she's like, and you gay? gay? And I'm like, yeah. oh, it just got fucking oh, worse. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And,
1: and look who look who took a, a bad thing and make it worse. Uh, Sawyer made a bad thing, and fucking Michelle Rodriguez made it worse.
3: Jeez. They're made for fussed. each other.
2: You know what I want to go back and look at though if she, when she says, "Are you gay?" Do any of the guys turn around and like? Wait for his answer. <laughs> huh? They're yeah.
3: Like, just
2: like, is he? <laughs> we haven't found one of those yet. Well, I think
1: the only dude with him now av- is Bernard, because Echo's off yeah, in the woods. I think so. And and we know Bernard oh, is, that is the married. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just because you're married, don't mean that's nothing
1: that's true. That's fair. I mean, like, that's especially maybe like look at how old he, could be, he was he could old. Be bi, right. You could be polyamorous. He could be. You know. He could just be looking for a good time. Any of that. Yeah. We don't know anything about Bernard.
0: I'll try anything fourteen times. <laughs>
1: Um, oh, I didn't make mention Let's, of this uh, at the beginning, but uh, we got we got another name of one of the tailies. Um, Cindy. Cindy is the stewardess from the pilot that hands Jack the uh, extra oh, bottles of booze. That's
0: why she looks
1: familiar.
2: Which one is Cindy?
1: Uh, she's the the brunette with the short hair, not the blonde who is Libby, oh, and one. not the uh not Michelle Rodriguez who you wow, probably
2: thanks.
0: recognize
1: from Fast and Furious. There's Theory. a
0: hot second where she was just staring at the sun. She's had a <laughs> she's had a bit of a. Rough she's a go. little fried.
2: Yeah, she yeah. went off with who did she go off with to go
1: Cindy? Yeah, I
2: don't know when they broke up in a group. Anyway, yeah, okay, I think but, I briefly remember her. Cindy. Yeah.
1: Um, but it, it, it's kind of interesting because she's, as far as I can tell, the only other crew member besides the co-pilot, or the pilot, or whoever he was, who died in the pilot. Um, yeah. To, uh, from from eight one five that survived. So yeah, so so Cindy, I I meant to mention that when we first started the show, but that's no, whatever. Um, I, I just didn't want to talk about that fucking scene anymore. The, the, yeah, the, let's move on that from that. Scene. I don't know what, whatever.
2: Oh, I've already moved on.
1: Yeah, we we cut to Echo and Jin. Um, they've lost the trail. Echo says he lost the trail, so he's gonna go and find it. So he walks away. Three seconds later, Michael just pops out of the fucking woods. Like, Echo, are you sure you like, lost the trail? Because as far as I can tell, his footprints were probably right there. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: maybe he took his shoes off.
1: Maybe he's an other and he doesn't leave footprints.
0: Yeah. Maybe he's walking on his hands.
1: <laughs> Whatever Michael's doing, he sucks at it, and uh, we don't care. <laughs> Um, and but he tells Jim, he basically just tells Jim to fuck off. He's like, I'm gonna keep looking for Walt. And he's like, okay, okay, go, go. We don't.
2: But then when we, he's like, I'm gonna keep looking, Walt. And he's screaming. Yeah. How have we not heard him at yeah. this point?
0: Yeah. Right. Well, he's screaming next to a waterfall, which will muffle all of your sound. So like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Which which leads to my As next question. As we found out in
2: the quiet place,
1: what is yeah. Michael's searching strategy? Every time we've seen him ever looking for Walt, whether it's on the main beach, whether it's here, whether Walt just wandered away to play backgammon, or whether he's legit been kidnapped, his strategy is always to wander ten feet away from the nearest person and just start screaming Walt's name. Is that it? <laughs> That's is that the, I mean, is that the is that the searching strategy? Because
0: whenever i can't find someone's house that's what i do i usually just go on the sidewalk and just start screaming their name uh it has a pretty high success rate yeah.
2: so well, i feel like well, I mean, he learned something to it. he learned everything he knows from his dog because that's what they do they just like go outside and they're like hey hey <laughs> hey anybody <laughs> have you seen anything <laughs> yeah why doesn't he take the dog? I feel like no, you just be like, "Hey, the dog probably hates, hates him too." Us, I mean, no. I
1: hate him. JP hates him. We all hate him. The dog probably hates him. Do you think
2: Walt is like, yep. "Shoo, I'm not probably, by Walt that guy." By guy away, I mean,
1: we we already saw in a couple of episodes Walt fucking hates him. Like, he's yeah. like
2: these people. They look way better than that guy.
1: Yeah you know we come back to the beach there was a revelation in the previous scene um the bottle they cut back to the bottle she's kate's flipping out and digging through this thing and acting like a kid like jp said and then they spot the, the the ring in the sand um so the the, the great mystery of sun's wedding ring missing has been solved for those of you listening to the show that uh, or watching the show with us if you didn't realize that that's where her wedding ring was like 10 minutes into the episode um <laughs> here's the answer <laughs>
2: i mean i didn't but that's because i didn't see the episode beforehand that's fair can we address the fact that it takes her three years to shove that fucking ring back on her finger how in the (laughs) hell did it fall off in the first place i
1: I didn't write that down but i did notice that she seemed to be struggling to put it on
2: I was like, you definitely would have known. Uh,
1: so, the, so the the present day story is over. We flash back one more time. Jin is walking on the uh, riverside. He's he's lost his my chemical romance jacket. Um, he's <laughs> lost his tie. He's out here and he's uh, he's he's perving the dish. He sees a woman in orange walking toward him, and he's like, "What up?" And he turns to stare at her and ogle her, and then he pounds into Sun. Hold and on. For did, all of you, did who you were asking where did he cut where where is Jin going to come in in this story?
2: He wasn't just like oh that girl fine. It was the dress. I, I mean,
1: mean it was no, the yeah, dress. it's the orange. Right. It's the fact that his oranges was showing his eye. No, I'm not saying that he's being a big perv. I'm just making
2: a. I mean probably that too.
0: Yeah they they have this this like really genuine moment. My question is is like how does that spark relationship? Because like you know I I I desperately want to know more. Because like their their relationship up until this point in the in the podcast especially in in like the pilot mm-hmm. it's so tense between them mm-hmm. and there's so much like you know male female relationships yeah. and and even you know at least from what Jin was saying to his roommate buddy, like, he doesn't, you know, he says you gotta take care of mm-hmm. a woman, but like, ah, eh, what does he know about that, you know? And she seems to be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna entertain this matchmaker thing, but like, I don't necessarily believe this in my heart of hearts, you know, right. sort of these, like, pre-established gender role things, and they, they have a very genuine, you know, it wasn't like a pre-arranged marriage mm. or something like that,
2: they, they met on the street it's and something it's, it's a, something a meet
1: cute it's your classic meet-cute, they bump into each right. other and, like, they're instantly stricken that but doesn't happen d-
2: i bump no, into things and in people all the time no okay, I you're to things kind of never,
1: <laughs> I, you never bumped into a coffee table and then instantly wanted to marry the coffee table yeah i mean <laughs> it usually doesn't work out are you and the coffee table still living together though like trying to make yeah. it work for
2: the end yeah. table yeah <laughs> i mean but i have other tables now on the couch oh <laughs> i know
0: <laughs> a polytablist all right yeah
1: Oh man, so that's it. That's that's and found. Do you guys have anything else you want to hit on it before we get to the uh, end of the episode segments?
0: No, I just like I said, I just I'm I'm so like this episode made me want to watch more of Sun and Jin. It makes me want to watch more of their relationship right. and their dynamic. Yeah, and I'm they're the I'm, best, I'm super into them. I love them.
2: I remember there being so much to take in, and so much information, and so many questions. And I watched this episode and was just like, huh. Like, there's, there's so much going on, so many cuts. Like, I feel like nothing happens in this episode.
1: I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like the more times an episode cuts from flashback to location to, flat, like, all that, the more times it does that, the more pages I take up in my notebook. And I took a, I took five pages of notes in this episode because yeah, we it took were, a lot we were cutting from flashback to tailies to flashback to beach to beach to tailies. And then the tailies split up. So we were, like, three different tailie locations, the beach, the... And, so yeah, when like they
2: get
0: back together, and then they split up
1: again. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. this is the so.
2: worst book ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let's uh, let's do it then. Let's do the end of the episode. Yeah, did we like it? Uh, did we like and found? Was this a good episode? What do you think, Kim?
2: Eh, it's an okay episode. I I like it solely for the fact that it is Jin and Sun centric. I like learning about them. If we could if we made a whole like show just on their relationship and how it develops and how they got here. I'd watch that. Yeah.
3: But. for sure uh
0: Adam do you like it
2: uh
1: yes to a point it was a little disjointed with all the cutting that I just mentioned but yeah I mean I think I'm in the same boat as Kim I just like I've always been a fan of Jin and son and their relationship so the more we know about it and the more we learn about it the happier I am uh what do you think JP
0: yeah I didn't mind sort of the disjointedness I just I feel like this was the first half of a story I want the second half
2: for sure but
0: yeah. it, it definitely it it kept me uh, engaged the whole time. So, yes, I, I enjoyed it.
1: Nice. Our next little bit is going to be the lost MVP. Can we do this at the end of every episode? We we ask who our favorite character is of the episode. Just this episode, minus context, minus history, minus memory. This 45 minutes, who was your lost MVP for the episode and found?
2: That orange dress. <laughs> <laughs> Winner. Yeah. yeah. All right.
0: She she's working that thing.
2: No, without the orange dress, there's no, there is no Sun and Jin.
1: That's true. That's yeah. 100% true. Not bad. Uh, Adam, MVP. Uh, I got to go with this. This is actually, there's a, a tandem. I'm going with the Echo and Jin team up. It's so good. Just, just give me the, the Colossus and Wolverine Cannonball special vibes from them the entire <laughs> time. Like I would love to, there are two shows I would love to watch. I would love to watch a romantic comedy television show starring Sun and Jin, And I would like to watch an action adventure comedy with Echo and Jin. Total totally. crimes uh, in, in Seoul shit. and like just like flying around, uh, bringing down the
0: cartel. Like, exactly,
2: way better than rush hour. Oh, but so like good.
0: seriously, they they had like because you get the you get the idea that like Echo, that English isn't his first language, mm-hmm. and like the the little bit of dialogue that they have back and forth, and Jin is still very early into learning English, mm-hmm. but they're still able to have a pretty decent conversation yeah. because. Echo is like taking the time to not just yell at him and say I don't speak
1: Korean, right? You yeah. know, Echo's like... the one person who doesn't do that. Oh, you don't understand my language? Let me try it louder. <laughs> like yeah. he, uses, he he speaks with his hands and he, he he latches onto the things that Jin says and builds off of those. Like he actually listens. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, that, that's that's me, Echo and Jin, the team up there. Uh, JP, yep. what about you? What's your MVP? Ah, oh, Goodwin for sure.
2: <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I <laughs> knew it. <laughs>
0: No, in all seriousness, like, I I am really liking Echo. I really dig him as a character for the few uh, episodes we've had interaction with him. I really think he's interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Then the second half of this bit is the Lost Forever. Who, in this 45 minutes of the show, would you really wish we could have did without? uh, (laughs) Kim, what do you got to say for your Lost Forever?
2: Meg in her stupid teenage outfit. (laughs) Bottle-robbing message-stealer Kate, get out of here. Purple tank top.
0: Uh, Adam, lost
1: forever. Ana Lucia for continued uh, shitty behavior, uh, and also, uh, yet again, fuck the police. (laughs) she's so me she never like we've yet just, to have a moment of re- redeeming qualities from aunt lucia um, right
0: even in like her episode, her episode I know exactly we,
1: like, she's still just unbearable yeah and a fucking murderer yeah <sighs> whatever
0: oh
2: yeah wait what oh man
1: you'll have to uh, make sure it's to check out back. the podcast episode that <laughs> will have aired f- two months ago <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah fuck on let's see uh jp what do you say easily tai su um listen
3: (laughs) i I, hot
1: take alert hot take alert (laughs) listen if,
0: if for one reason and one reason only first of all I prefer indirect light in my house. Like, I understand some people want direct light. His idea of direct light was to have a lamp with no shade on it. Listen, you can have a fixture that has an exposed bulb or has a wire cage around it. I understand, like, faux, you know, industrial, whatever. But to just have a fucking lamp with no lampshade is just goddamn tacky. Try again.
1: Maybe he wasn't going for faux industrial and maybe going for real broke.
2: I was just going to say, his roommate has a tag on his tie, Okay. They can't don't afford a lampshade. i sure they Point don't have this, a lampshade.
0: No, you don't get to put this on Jin. No, it's <laughs> Taisu's <No>, fault. No, <laughs> I'm just
2: saying they can't afford a lampshade.
1: Taisu... <laughs> uh burning questions uh lost is famous for uh asking questions and not necessarily answering them uh, kim did you have a question that was raised in this episode that didn't get answered that you hope does get answered sometime in the future
2: no they didn't they didn't really raise a whole lot except like who are they right obviously but that's i'm sure that's been brought up before but so knowing that they have that we have encountered they before mm-hmm. we, we didn't really encounter anything new in this episode that i was like wait what sure except maybe like how was their first date like where did did he take (laughs) her? what was it like how did how did running into her get him her number right
0: that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. how does how does their relationship spark from there and then how does it get to be a very sort of like domineering you know
2: it gets dark man i remember that much it gets dark no yeah.
1: doubt. I had one. Just I wanna. I wanna know more about Goodwin. I know we will find out more about it uh, and him. But oh, that, yeah. would, that was oh, my okay. question. Like who who is Goodwin and his role in the others or the, the them the they whatever. Uh, JP, do you have one?
0: Uh, when are they gonna kill off Michael? Because I'm done with
1: him. Because <laughs> I'm finished with him. <laughs> fucking done.
3: I
0: don't
1: He'll be around. He's gonna. Damn be, it. He's gonna be fucking around for a while. I hate Fine. that uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Yes, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. We'd love to have you back sometime in the future. Maybe we'll bring you back for another June and Sun episode or maybe uh, ooh, ooh. maybe something Did else will know. spark your interest, And we'll, but we'd love
2: to have you back. Oh, heck yeah. Now I got to watch more because I saw the title screen pop up and it was like, oh.
1: You're <laughs> <Just> so filled <laughs> with nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, you the audience at home are trying to be lost with us please check out our next episode we will be talking about season one episode eight confidence man oh
0: who's that one about it, that is a sawyer centric episode Ah, oh, son of a bitch
1: <laughs> so if you if you liked our brief exploration of sawyer's racism in this episode i'm sure we will probably stay get, tuned <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll probably just talk about it some more in our next episode stand by <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Lost on Lost. I'm Adam. I'm JP. Do you
1: have any idea what's going on on the show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by Adam Butcher and J.P. Russell.
0: Recorded on location in Milwaukee, Wisconsin and Los Angeles, California. Our show is hosted at Podbean. Find us there or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks to Danny Schmitz of Lost in a Name for our theme music.
1: Lostpedia and the community of contributors there. Random.org for creating the watch order. Check out our Facebook page, Lost on Lost or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Lost on Lost 1. Don't follow those jerks
0: at Lost on Lost 2.
1: You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail. Email.com. If you like what we're getting into here, buy us a coffee at coffee.com slash we are lost on lost.
0: That's K-O-Fi.com
3: slash we are lost on lost.